Number one for new country, it's Country 104 Mornings, Cal and Kendra, and we have an incredibly special guest joining us this morning on the phone with a brand new single on the way. Aaron Goodman joins us on the line. Good morning, Aaron, and uh, thanks for calling us this morning. Oh, thanks for waking me up. <laughs> it's morning. It's morning. It is morning. <laughs> so, and, and the, one of the biggest issues is usually I'm a pretty early riser, but... Um, because of um, the lovely COVID nineteen, I I sleep in a little bit more than I used to. I think. <laughs> okay. So mornings really get to me. I'm not complaining. I'm super happy to be talking. <laughs> Making things a little easier might be dropping new music. Maybe we can talk about that. <laughs> Absolutely, we can. Super excited. Boy like me is out today. And I'm not going to lie to you, man. Kendra and I had an opportunity to listen to it prior to, and we were absolutely rocking out here in studio. And, well, tell us about it. Take us through the, the, the thought process of the song and how it came to be. Yeah, I'm, I'm super happy about this, this song coming out. We, uh, um, I'm glad that you guys were rocking along because that's kind of what it's meant for. Um, when, when COVID-19 hit, the guys and I really felt like we were finding our stride uh, with the live show and, um, you know, really just kind of dialing in on uh, not only what it was, but what we wanted it to be. And and so we just really wanted another song that um, we could slide into the set list that would just keep people rocking and rolling and um, much like good old bad days and songs like that. So we, I went in as soon as COVID hit and we found out we were never touring again, you know, in the mind of an artist. <laughs> yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Cause that's just where it goes. It's like, Oh, it's all over and nobody's going to want live music anymore. Um, we're all just going to do it on the internet. And so, but I, uh, I tried to have a little more foresight than that. And I went in and wrote some songs that I thought, um, would, you know, basically just went in and wrote as much, you know, tempo rock and sing along stuff as I could. Um, I love that. We, th- yeah, this, uh, so this song kind of came about kind of, I can't remember if it fell out in the room this way or if somebody had a title. Um, I might need to do some research on that. But um, I write a lot of songs with my buddy Skip Black, and um, we got in there with Michael August, and um, we we I was like, I just need more tempo. Let's just write some tempo. And and then this this title came up, and sometimes I would take a title like this and write it a lot differently. But I was like, man, let's see if we can try and write something that you know has a lot of uh, life lyric to it and um it's kind of that moment you know when guy meets girl and it's kind of like you know he knows you know when my when i sent a picture of um my now wife to my mom for the first ever time she was like yeah she's the one don't screw it up (laughs) (laughs) so so there was something really cool about like finding a way to um write a song about that you know about just knowing um that it's probably right and you just need to let it happen so uh yeah that's the um um you know that's that's the story behind boy like me so it's gonna be a summertime jam it's very up tempo and it outlines a very nice we'll say country look on a proposal and a love story is it something similar to how you propose to your wife um not really uh I mean, the feeling was, I mean, I, I, you know, I think I tried to fight it for a while, but, um, you know, um, 
the the thing that I like so much about it is is I mean I am kind of this personality that um, kind of lives in the moment and um, you know I don't do a whole lot of thinking but um, I knew that she would appreciate uh, you know me putting some work behind something you know for once um, <laughs> and because uh, I'm just I'm a very uh, I just go after it as soon as I want something like I'm, I'm just kind of tunnel vision. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, and which I think reflects in this song and, and, um, you know, so it's definitely like, you know, how instinctually I probably would have done it. But, um, when, when I proposed to V, I, you know, uh, basically I proposed to her at my family camping trip that we go to every year. Um, which it means a lot to me. I've gone, you know, I've never missed one and, um, except for last year obviously because of COVID, but, mm-hmm. um, uh, you know, I, I, I had this idea. We do this thing called stars of the mountain since, since we were kids and we just like put on this like dinner show. And so B, I told V, I was like, we have to get up and sing a song. And V is not a singer. And, um, <laughs> and so I was like, we got to get up and sing a song. So we sang rocking years by Dolly Parton and Ricky Van Shelton. Wow. Nice. Um, yes. Yeah, so we literally, and we drove up there, um, you know, basically ring in my pocket driving up there, and it took a long time because, you know, we lived in Nashville at the time, so we took our time with the trip, and we literally practiced this, because she, like me, I just want to wing it, and she wants to practice, so right, okay. we literally practiced from, like, Denver, Colorado to <laughs> Seattle, Washington, I'm not even kidding, like, it was long and we that's hours <laughs> putting the work in oh man it was like i'm like we i'm like uh, anyway so then of course i want to wing it so then i messed up the song but i messed up the song because i'm nervous because right uh, you know right after i asked her to, to marry me and there's a whole story about how you know i literally i forgot to ask her um you know her dad and so <laughs> oh boy and, and where we camp i can't believe how long this story is taking where we camp out there is like it has no cell service so we're literally stopping for groceries um on the way out there (laughs) and i'm like this is my last chance to like ask her parents and so i was like crap and um so i'm like i left i told v i was like hey I'm, i gotta run to the bathroom I'm just, i'll be right back so i run outside <laughs> and i'm like calling her parents trying to get a hold of them because i'm like hey i forgot that i'm not gonna have like service out here and you know but hey i want to ask this so um well then i come back i get the i get the approval from both her parents and i and i um they were so excited and then i drove uh i, I went back into the thing and he goes oh i gotta go to the bathroom now um she's like where's the bathroom and i'm like uh Uh, Uh, the men's and women's is separated i have no clue yeah she yeah exactly i was like i didn't even go uh didn't find it crazy Uh, yeah it was a mess yeah oh my gosh that is that is fantastic i mean that's I, I feel like that one gets told pretty uh, pretty regularly around uh, around the fam. Yeah, we uh, it, it's pretty awesome. Um, you know, we've been very happily married, and um, you know, it's it's been a great ride, and it continues to uh, continues to amaze me. I never, um, you know, I think I think there was another path I I was uh, kind of heading down, and um, God took the reins and just pulled me the other direction. So it's pretty amazing.
It's great. And with, with Boy Like Me and we expect fantastic summertime success, you did mention you've been writing a lot. What's next? Because you have been able to do some shows here and there where you guys are in Nashville. But what's what is expected for you in 2021 and 2022 headed forward? Um, well, I mean, my bags are packed um, for Canada <laughs> whenever they uh, uh, whenever they let us in and, and we can come up there and um, play. You know, I, we're kind of. We're kind of on the standby as far as Canada goes, but um, but like I like I say, I'm I'm ready to rock as soon as uh, you know we don't have to quarantine for two weeks. You know I think we'll be up there playing as much as possible. I mean, obviously, um, I haven't been back to Canada since January of 2020. So, oh my gosh! Uh, yeah, uh, definitely. Yeah, it's definitely the longest period of time I've been away from Canada. So I'm. I'm missing it a whole bunch and um, missing my family. I mean, luckily we can chat with them on FaceTime and all that stuff. Mm. But, but you know, my sister's got three kids that, you know, I feel like I'm missing them growing up. So we're going to, you know, we'll be, we'll be, you know, coming up there as soon as possible. Um, In the meantime, you know, I've been writing a ton and, and um, you know, I, I often say, I was like, man, I need to hit the road so I can get a break. You know, Uh, (laughs) (laughs) it's, it's been so, so busy. uh, Just, doing a ton of online stuff we you know started a fan club for um you know my fans uh to keep in contact and we've kind of it's really great we've kind of helping each other get through um this crazy period in in time and um you know i think at one point you know we'll we'll be able to look back and be like wow remember that you know and uh it'll be all good but we um you know we're touring as much as possible um you know we had that wyoming this week and we've got a few shows in california um coming up um before june ends and um you know we're just playing as much as we can we're promoting lonely drum down here so that's really exciting and uh you know just trying to get out there and and uh get the music out there now i do want to ask you know less than two weeks ago you had a chance to play uh a live show in owenboro kentucky the what was the feeling like getting back on stage and performing in front of people because we just really haven't been um acclimated to that here in Canada like you mentioned so what what was that feeling like a lot of emotions I can imagine yeah very um very surreal uh you know it's it's uh I mean I think I think it's something that you know like for me it's kind of like riding a bike you know I I, you know, I get back up there and I'm like, Oh, I mean, for me, like being on stage is, is pretty much home. So I don't know that like, um, but definitely you could tell, um, that people were extremely happy to be, you know, out in public again and, uh, being able to, um, go out and listen to music and, and get up and dance to, you know, some, some stuff. And, you know, it's it's just, it's just so, um, yeah. I mean, we didn't want to leave. That was, that was, yeah. Yeah. We're like, we'll do six encores if you like, you know, we <laughs> don't mind. Uh, and <laughs> we're like, we'll just keep playing. But um, no, it was certainly um, awesome. I can't wait um, for you guys up there to be able to get back to that. And, um, you know, I mean, obviously in, in Owensboro, we, you know, we're, we're not very well known in Owensboro, but there was a few people there that were definitely like new to music. And, and that's, that's, that kind of makes all the difference in the world when, you know, you have people that are singing along to your songs. So it's pretty awesome. 
It's going to be uh, an emotional reunion when we see you again back in Canada. And uh, before we let you go, Aaron, a couple weeks ago, we did also an uh, Instagram takeover where you and I talked about how much you and Victoria had been binge watching Friends. Did you take in the reunion? We did. um, And there were so many tears. Um, (laughs) I was going to say, did you cry? (laughs) Uh, So many tears. Uh, Friends is, I mean like a lot of people I think but it's kind of like a big a big part of our uh, a, a part of our life you know we yeah. both grew up watching it and we we still watch it all the time you know um um I'll be on the road and I'll be watching it and and I'll come home and be you know feel have the TV on and friends is on it's it's amazing what that series has done and just for people all over the world um now I didn't realize it was so worldwide but um, but yeah, it's just such a crazy thing. I mean, you talk about getting, um, a group of people together that's doing work, but it doesn't feel like work. And, mm. um, that's, that's just something that I think everybody needs to strive for. I mean, when I go in and write songs, um, you know, I'm writing, so I'm writing songs and that's the purpose of being there, but there are rights that I go into that I leave and, and I go, Oh, and we got a song, you know, <laughs> it was like, you know, we had fun all day long and then we left with a song. So it's, you know, so I think it's a important, you know, kind of life lesson to take from that group of people who, who clearly, um, you know, had a tremendous amount of success, but also just a lot of like, you know, the love outweighs all the success. So I think it's, pretty amazing so i love that you're like the phoebe buffet of your group group of friends aren't you <laughs> well yeah i mean i've i've got a little combination of all of them i think there's a serious identity crisis going on but uh yeah oh man i believe it well listen aaron thank you so much for giving us a call this morning boy like me the latest single uh wherever you want to get it out friday and, uh, yeah, like we said earlier, we can't wait for you to get back on a plane and uh, make our reunion back here to Canada, Aaron. My bags are packed. Like <laughs> Canada may be known for its landscapes and friendly people, but beneath the surface lies a darker side of crime, history, and the paranormal. Since 2017, the award-winning Dark Poutine podcast has explored the shadowy corners of the Great White North and beyond, delivering chilling tales from a uniquely Canadian perspective. Hosted by Mike Brown and Matthew Stockton with over 300 episodes and fresh releases every Monday, Dark Poutine is your weekly ticket to the creepier side of Canada. Listen to Dark Poutine on Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts.